This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Talking Books on News Talk 106 to 108. The American poet and essayist Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, after attending one of Dickens' public readings in Boston, I'm afraid that Dickens possesses too much talent for his genius. It is a fearful locomotive to which he is bound and can never be free nor set to rest. It daunts me. I have not the key. Hello, good morning, and you're very welcome to Talking Books with me, Susan Cahill. Well, this week's show looks at one of the most popular novelists in the English language. The author of classics such as David Copperfield, Great Expectations, Hard Times, Bleak House and A Christmas Carol. And asks, how did Dickens' troubled childhood haunt and invigorate his writing? The playwright Lawrence Foster joins me in studio to discuss the brutal, bold, gritty and empowering novels of Charles Dickens and why he makes for such vital and humane reading. His genius is in observance, absolutely minute detail. He was the first person ever to write books for the working class. All the others, Jane Austen's, were for what they called the Silver Fork Society, who never had a problem. And it's the language and the rhythm of the writing. So you were actually learning, you were learning about history, you were learning about sociology, and the rhythm of the story just carries you along, and the imagery he produced. But he also took acting lessons and ran a theatre company. So he actually wrote dramatic novels. I'll be talking to Dublin writer Claire Kilroy at the Doolan Writers Weekend and discuss the relationship between music and creative writing. And we'll be looking at Read Donegal, One Book, One Community Initiative, which is designed to bring people together, discussing books and authors, building community, while also promoting literacy. But first, there was a crooked man and he walked a crooked mile. He made a crooked deal. And he blew a crooked pile. He dug a crooked hole and he sank the crooked aisle. And they all went to hell in a strew of crooked bile. Those crafty and memorable words come from Claire Kilroy's latest book, The Devil I Know. It's a terrific read and hugely engaging on the murky moral nature of the Celtic tiger economy. Claire Kilroy is the author of four novels. Her debut novel, All Summer, is a literary thriller about a stolen painting. Tendawar, Claire's second novel, is one of the most exquisite and curious love stories you'll ever read. It's about the relationship between an emotional and highly driven violinist and a masterpiece violin. Claire's last two novels, All Names Have Been Changed and The Devil I Know, have showcased what an extraordinarily talented and agile writer Claire Colroy is. Well, I met up with Claire in advance of her fiction workshop at the Doolan Writers Weekend and I asked her about the influence of music on writers. Claire had a lot to say. Let's take a listen. You and I had a brief conversation and you told me you played in an orchestra as a violinist and I was jealous and I think that the kind of desire, the huge desire I had to be able to play a violin was what fueled the writing. I was never trained as a child, never had any music lessons. So when I was, I think it was either 15 or 16 I got the loan of a violin from um, my aunt 
I think was a she was she was a music teacher so I got the loan of a violin you know go knock yourself out for the summer with this and and I I did knock myself out and I loved it and it felt really um released you know it is very especially when you're so strangled as a teenager anyway to have this thing in your arms that amplified emotion was was a big deal for me the violin went back to my aunt sister Kilroy is a Loretto nun so it was one of the Loretto violins I had I don't know which which school it went back I had to go on and finish school do the leaving cert but it it always this this longing was was what informed me this longing to be able to just you know make make it's sort of you know the way the sand comes out it tapers like a ribbon or like fills the air it's just it's very hard to describe but this enormous um this enormous longing always filled me so I did write my first novel, which was about a painting, a stolen painting. I remember being 14 in school. You had to make your decisions for your leaving cert. And it was then I chose English. I decided I'm going to do English and I'm going to do English in Trinity. And once I made that decision, my ability, it's very strange. It it was like a a limb fell off. I, I stopped being able to draw and paint in the way that I had because for a long time it was either or it was it was you're going to go and do art college or you're going to go read English in Trinity so 14 made the decision and you know I'm a real monotasker so everything went into um into literature but it's still that that awareness that door had been closed made me write about painting so when I got the publishing deal I remember you get an advance and I bought two things I bought a Diane von Furstenberg wrap dress to launch the book in and I bought a Chinese Skylark violin and I started again trying to learn the violin um this time I would have been would I've been 30 yet late 20s when I when I started trying to learn learn the violin I delivered the novel and for for a while I, I there was this fear that I would never write a, a second novel you know te- writing one novel doesn't teach you how to write the second one because the second one has to be different so it was probably two months I was a full-time violin student you know all I did was try to learn the violin and it was quite stressful because what I wanted to be doing was having more ideas for a novel but that wasn't happening so I just practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced the violin and then suddenly I had this this image of a a violin case and everything precious in this case been taken away and that's where Tendor started and when once I had the idea I actually had to put away the violin because I was using it as a reason not to work in the book you know I will use any reason at all to avoid oh, the, the, the blank page it is it is fairly daunting but it was just the desire to be able to make those sounds it I never was able to make that those sounds certainly as a you know last time I'd been a teenager this time I'd come back to it as a you know late 20s and I realized how awful it sounded you know I used to it was like violin karaoke is what I would do I'd put on Bach really loud and so you'd only know when you were out of tune you know but you didn't actually have to listen to the the quality of the sound you were making and if you went out of tune you just um adjust it but it was um it was really liberating you know to think you were making the beautiful sound Claire I'm just interested when you're talking about music and loving music playing the violin do you think you can read books and make judgments on the types of music that an author or a novelist listens to by the pace of what they write because writing is a very can be very musical and lyrical and energetic and rhythmic so do you think you can make these calls or do you think that that's just delusional no I it's so various, you know, and it, certainly the music you listen to for one book is different for the next book. So I, I would never actually hazard to guess what's in someone else's imagination, what's in their artistic landscape, whether they listen to. I mean, I, I've watched a lot of crime drama recently, you know, now that I've a baby, we're all about box sets and they always give the detective uh, a love of classical or opera. And, you know, I don't buy it and nor would I ever think to guess someone else's interior you know I do think um, because classical music is so structured I would see 
the patterns in it, you know, the, the prelude, the movements. But then that's in Shakespeare, you know, I don't know who invented or was it the Greeks, you know, with they had a, the Greek tragic arc anyway. You know, there is a certain structure that can be found in classicists of all types. I mean, you don't have to be a classical musician, you can be a, a classical poet or a classical novelist. It's not a term applied, but, you know, it's that you have rock novelists, you have... God, that, that is such a... I'd need to, to do a thesis to work that one out if I even could. But, yeah, I suppose the structure, you can see some people are more... Um, chaotic in in their structure and some people they do adhere to that arc you know prologue epilogue a a slow build up and then you know all your dominoes falling at once can you talk to me a little bit about some of the characters that you have in your books because you've got very strong characters very driven somewhat delusional in Mm -hmm. some of your books but they're very spirited and highly emotional you seem to go on intense journeys with these characters I realise I'm married to the first person narrator it's the key in which I write to to use a a musical metaphor but if you're going to stick with the first person narrator it becomes very very intense there's also other things at play that I haven't quite you know I'm a writer in the middle of her career at this stage I've realised I've gone from a female environment to a male environment and now I feel myself gravitating back towards female so and the intensity is different with the gender because I suppose when I'm writing a female character I'm more in character if you know what I mean uh, with the male characters I was trying to see things from the other side of the mirror it's no less intense but it's, it seems to be more physical when you write um, a male character they they sort some things out with their fists mind you god I'm thinking of um, Eva Tyne in, in Tenderwire she thumps someone if not several people but each book feels like a degree in that person because you're spending three years, if not longer. I mean, uh, Devil I Know took three and a half years, but you're spending you're spending so much time thinking about them, worrying about them. You go to bed and you're still fretting over them. And it, I actually realised at some point that I, I worry about these people more than I worry about my family. You know, I spend more time brooding about them than I do about my family. So for the duration of the writing process, they are all you think about. And then when you finish a novel, it's actually quite emotional. And you want them, you know, that's it. You'll never see them again. They're gone. And it, it, that's stupid. They're characters. Yet, they've been in your mind. Um, you have had a relationship with these people who do not exist. And yet, you know, and I do sometimes think of coming back to some of them, just see how they're getting on, you know? Did they get their acts together? I do tend to write, you're, you're quite correct, they're driven people or troubled people. There's always great pressure to write sympathetic narrators. I never never really understood why you know people would like you to write nice characters readers would would like you publishers would like you book clubs would like you to write sympathetic characters and i also let's write interesting characters let's write conflicted characters vicious characters some of them you know in fact all of them have nasty sides um all of them are aware of their nasty sides but i I just find these people really interesting in the last year you've become a mother so how has that affected your overall approach to writing because that is a very intense relationship in its own right so that completely with the books and the plots and the characters and the stories so how have you made that transition it's been very difficult I haven't made it I have yet to figure out how to be a mother and a novelist my baby's coming up in 16 months and if I look at before and after you know and if I look at my writing process as you say the characters are intense and that's because my writing process was extremely intense involved solitude and time and none of these things are mine anymore so you know I have yet to figure out how to how to be specifically a novelist 